Welcome to the Deep Fried Bets Podcast. Oh my. Blake and Boomer are here for all of your weekly winners. Oh my. Let's fatten up your wallet. Well, 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 and welcome back, my friends. It's the Deep Fried Bets Podcast, uh, episode four. Yeah, episode four. So uh, we got week four of the college football season coming up, uh, week three of the NFL season. Boom is back. Um, we're going to recap week three, of course, a little bit of college and week two of the NFL. Uh, Boom, how's it going on this uh, lovely Thursday evening? Uh, it's going all right. Uh, probably be distracted for the next hour or so trying to live bet a good number on the Browns right here. So if uh, if you ask me a question, I don't respond. Most likely that's what's happening. Or it's, I just don't care about what you're asking. It's not the Woodford like, like last week. Or is it? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, no, it's not the Woodford, but I do have a nice fruity uh, vintage 2021 uh, Pinot Noir. The House right Red? Now. Is that the uh, the pandemic edition? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's very fruity. Um, got a nice bite to it. It, it came with a, a twist off cap. So did it, you come in know a, it's good with the did it come in a box? Cause it sounds like it might've come in a box. No, um, they, they did splurge and throw some glass around it. That's good. All right. So yeah, boom kind of alluded to it. Uh, we're recording on Thursday night. Uh, we usually try and do this Wednesday so we can hit the Thursday night games. I had a busy schedule, so Again, running a little behind. Um, so we'll have this up. This, you know, you probably won't hear this until Friday morning. Um, if you do happen to catch it, you know, Thursday night, we appreciate you, you know, kind of jumping the gun, if you will. But uh, welcome back. Again, we're gonna go over some of the games from this upcoming weekend, but we're gonna kind of look back on last week a little bit as well. Uh, so again, we had week three of the college football season, week two of the NFL season. Uh, Boomer's hopes and dreams down the plains are officially crushed. Uh, I think you know Penn State's still running around down there. Had uh, as expected, though. I mean, the hopes weren't high as it as it stood starting the season. I mean, it turns out if you know you decide in like I don't know April that hey we don't like this coach anymore and you like you know don't publicly back him. You know how many universities had to put out a press release that they're sticking with their head coach like in April uh, one. And it was yours. Um, so, like, what transfer portal kid are you going to get? I'm hearing Calzada's now out for the year. What, what's that all about? Yeah, he's just making a good decision, going to get shoulder surgery from a different doctor for the second time. I don't yeah, blame I don't him. Blame him. Watching that offensive line, I don't blame him. He's going to be awesome for Arkansas State next year. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, Alabama uh, escapes against Louisiana Monroe. Didn't actually look great. Uh, put up 63, which – but, it, you know, anyways, that one's not what we're going to hit on. Um I don't say a snoozer because it's never a snoozer in college football, but, you know, nothing, you know, stands out crazy to me. Does it Does it to you? Oh, my God, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm talking about last weekend. Like, you know, is, like, is there anything that's just like cemented? Like the weekend before, you know, you had all the crazy like A&M goes down. Last week it was just kind of like you get through the day and, you know. Are you kidding me? That – Troy App State game. Oh was yeah, the game of the damn year so far. That's right. I forgot all about. I mean, to me, the App State thing ended when game day. Game day was awesome, um, and you know, I was just like, okay, they they had their moment, and then you know, I just see bottom lines like Troy beat or App State box it off against Troy. I'm like, what? And saw the highlight. That was awesome. I forget. Yeah, that's how much it registered. I kind of already forgot about it. But um, 
So we had that. Boy, my TV stays on ESPN Plus throughout the day. ESPN Plus. There we go. You know. Um, so gambling wise, I went six and seven. First losing week, had to come back down to earth a little. If that's coming back down to earth and that's the losing week, I'll gladly take it. Uh, it's gambling. No one's ever, you're never going to go 14 weeks in a row winning, or if you do, you're a liar. So six and seven, I'll take it. Boom. Gets back on the winning side of things. Eight and five. Uh, I go 23, 14 and one overall in the year. Boomer is 21 and 18. Uh, we're both two and one in our locks. Um, I'm nine and three in my vault and boom is eight and four. So, um, I actually took it on the chin in the vault. And then lost my lock with Texas San Antonio. Boom hit his lock with Alabama first quarter, uh, minus 12 and a half. I got it at 13 and a half. So that was good looking out there. We both had UTSA probably should have covered. Uh, we, we hit on that just a, a few seconds before we kind of started recording. Like, I don't know. They were probably the right side. Uh, you had that weird pick six. that was house that probably shouldn't have been a pick six. Um, probably shouldn't have been a pick. Um, I don't know. We're not going to dwell on that, but that was probably my heaviest bet of the day. So I hated to see that go down, but um yeah, so NFL week two as well, or as they're calling it now, week two of the NFL season. Uh, your thoughts, Boom? Tua still sucks. He oh, just my God. I texted him. I was like, so do I get my, you know, formal apology? Is that going to come via the mail or what? He's like, he still sucks. I was like, okay, um, no. He's, he might still <laughs> Tua, if he doesn't go down this week, he will have no, some issues. Don't do that. Let's don't do injuries. Come on now. Like, if you want to talk about his – Look, I like the guy. I want to root for him. He seems like a really good dude. I you do like, not I want to root – more people were like him. You do not want to root for him. Yeah, he seems like a great guy. Great guy. I, want, I want to get on the bandwagon. Like I said, <laughs> I have a lot of my financial future is tied to him. What if he beats the Bills this week? What? Uh, where are you at there? Well, I mean, I think we're going to get into it just because you can't not talk about it. But, I mean, I'll be all over the Bills minus five and a half. Yeah, we'll, we'll I'll be all that. over them at six. I'll be all over them at six and a half. And I'll be all over them at seven. Yeah, we'll hit on that a little bit. That's one of our scheduled games. Um, but that was fun. That was a lot of fun, especially, you know, in case you guys don't know, we've hit on it before. I'm an Alabama guy. Boom's an Auburn guy. To, a, you know, probably my favorite guy to come through just because he was the first, like, oh, God. We have we have a guy that can like throw the ball downfield and, and do some awesome things. So um, you know, heavily invested in him and in, in the cardboard world as well. You know, deep fried break shout out. Go you know, check that out. But um so that was fun to see. It was a fun fourth quarter. Um uh, my my child was sleeping and my wife got angry because I kept waking him up yelling, but it was, you know, one of those times like, you know, you're not gonna see that very often. So that was fun. You had the the Cardinals Raiders game where Kyler Murray's just running around, you know playing Call of Duty out there. I saw someone tweeted a video and said someone said Kyler Murray looks like a toddler when they steal their mom's cell phone running around while you're trying to catch them. And I couldn't unsee it. And that was great. Um, that was a crazy one. And then the the Jets Browns, Browns are playing right now. Again, we're probably going to get some live reaction on that. Um, they come back, they blow that lead. Karma probably is real um you know with cleveland so i don't know um i'm not getting into all the deshaun watson stuff but I, I don't hate to see them lose in terrible fashion right now i used to root for the browns but anyway so um again pretty good week two of the nfl season it, it didn't look great on paper but it's the nfl anytime you get stuff like that and in the games that look great on paper a lot of times aren't so uh that's it's funny how that one works uh, boom, we're, we've got Syracuse watch, though. You know, that might be a theme. This We had a lot of people were wondering your thoughts on Syracuse going forward. You know, did, are you still ready to back them this week? 
Oh, with I'm I'm behind the Amish assassin, no doubt about it. I okay, mean, I'll be all over him tomorrow night with eating the ten. See, there we go. He got it right this time. Uh, he's not putting it, uh, you know, some bogus number, in you know, putting them on a Friday night when in reality they're playing Saturday morning. So, um, all right, it's good to know that you're still following your beloved Orange. They uh, should usually be playing on Friday nights, though. I mean, get that primetime slot. Right, they need it. They're yeah. a highlight reel. They're a highlight reel inside the carrier down up there. It's a fun place, you know, the, the house that Jimmy Bayon built. Um, so yeah, they've got Virginia tomorrow night. Um, and you know, we'll we'll get into it with that. So you know, what we kind of do, and I'll, I'll outline, uh, you know, do a outline for you. We'll go through kind of our scheduled games. Uh, so it's the biggest stuff you're going to be watching. Uh, again, not necessarily always our favorite games, but we know that they're the big marquee matchups. You're probably going to have some action on it, so we want to try to point you in the right direction. Uh, we'll do those for the NFL and college or college in the NFL. Then at the end, we have what's called our vault, which is our favorite picks. And then we have our stone cold Steve Olson lock of the week, which, you know, in theory is our favorite pick of the week. So uh, on that note, four Friday night games tomorrow. Yeah. Virginia, Syracuse, Nevada, Air Force, Boise, Utah. I thought there was one more. Maybe there's just three. No, there's um, three. So if you're three, looking at SCS. Maybe there was one that popped in. So uh, we'll go – we'll stick to the FBS for this exercise. So three of the Friday night games, we're going to need some action again since we're delayed on a Thursday night. Uh, who uh, who do you got tomorrow night, Ben? No, Syracuse, yeah. minus the 10. I mean, you look at it, uh, Virginia's quarterback Armstrong hasn't looked great this year, surprising. I, the trends scare the hell out of me. I, I mean, I'm looking down the barrel of – Almost an eighty percent ticket count, almost an eighty percent money count as of right now. Usually, I never follow that. Um, but this being kind of a weird Friday night game, uh, I think Syracuse has the firepower. They seem like they're trying to keep Dino Babers there, and I, I don't blame him. He's he's been great for that program, so I can see them pulling away with this one pretty early. Yeah, so Dino. I'd, I'd kind of forgotten he was there. He he started off really hot and then had a couple down years. But it's kind of funny how COVID worked, like the COVID year. Um, I kind of, you know, we've talked about it, obviously now on the pod, but like it was just like I don't take, you know, SEC and maybe even Big 12 and stuff, but like Big 10 and, and some of these other programs or some of these other conferences, like they didn't like I just don't take anything that happened that year. And so you, you kind of got to ride it off if you sucked. And then 2021, you can kind of be like, ah, we were really hampered by that. But it seems like Dino's kind of got them back on the projected path that we thought they were going to be on a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, that's tomorrow against uh, Virginia. I I thought about that one, but you, you kind of hit on the, the ticket count and the money count and all that. It did kind of scare me away. And kind of in the same vein utep is catching 16 against boise um so i'm going to take utep i don't think boise is what they were i don't think they're uh you know really the team that a lot of people have gotten used to over the years it's in texas el paso they're historically somewhat frisky the numbers though was kind of what i was looking at uh you had 72 percent of the tickets on boise and 69 percent of the money on utep so a lot of times you see stuff like that, you you got a decent uh, idea. You're kind of I'm going in through the numbers. UTEP's like doubling them up in passing yards. Um, they well, they've played an extra game, but a lot of the numbers, even you know, first downs, 
rushing yards, that kind of thing. They're still favoring Utah overall. So I'll, I'll roll with the Miners there on Friday night. Uh, Saturday, I wanted to go with Utah, but I mean, losing that bad to the Lobos. Just yeah, you. I mean, that was Yeah, New Mexico. Um, they beat New Mexico State though, so they're they're hammering. You know, they're 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 gonna. I don't know if they have any other schools out in New Mexico, but if they do, the Walter White Chemist Academy, they're probably lining up for that one next week. So, um, Saturday, actually, pretty good slate. Not you know one of the best we're gonna have this year, probably, but pretty good. Uh, you got, you know, the Blue Bloods that are Kansas and Duke uh, battling off at 3-0. No, we're not going to hit on that, at least not as a scheduled game. I know a lot of people are upset game day didn't take that one. Uh, they ended up at uh, Knoxville, which is our first game here. So you got Florida catching 10.5 at Tennessee. Um, you know, it's just the 2.30 or 3.30 your time CBS game. Um, I didn't miss those guys, by the way. I, I still like Nestler a lot, but did not miss Gary Danielson last week. Um, yeah, it was the first who play. took his spot. I, I don't think I even realized he was. No, no, there. no, it was Gary. I'm saying, like, I had not missed Gary Danielson in my life. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, it yeah. still seemed like a pretty annoying. Yeah, it was still, it was still Danielson. I think this is the last year of the CBS SEC deal. I think they go ESPN next year, but um, we're not necessarily here to hit on all that. Um, I like Florida and and I'll go start us off here. Um, Tennessee, I mean, obviously trending in the right direction. Heifel's got that thing going. Hooker's looked really good this year. Um, but are they ready to be 10.5-point favorite against, realistically, their biggest rival? They say Alabama is, but they've lost 16 in a row to Alabama. So, at what point can you call that your biggest rival? Um, it's, you know, this has always been a weird game. Like, you know, Peyton famously never beat them and, and all that stuff. I just ten and a half is a lot to give up for Tennessee here. Again, I think Tennessee wins the game, but I don't think they're going to cover. Their defense is still really good. Um, Florida's is. Ooh, I mean, Tennessee. No. Okay, Florida. I was going to say Tennessee's not, defense is a no. That's, yeah, I mean Florida not really good, but they're they're good enough. I think last week, you know, a lot of people would kind of be turned off by the South Florida thing. That probably was a look ahead spot. They got up and kind of toyed around, and I could have lost, but uh, regardless, so. Tennessee's defense is not good. Yeah, that's a, they're they're really bad. Um, Anthony Richardson, total roller coaster. And by roller coaster, I mean you go up the little hill week one, and then you just free fall week two and three. He looked terrible again last week. I'm not saying he goes back to week one, Anthony Richardson, where we're talking Heisman, but I definitely think he kind of gets somewhat back on track. I think that Tennessee defense will allow him to put up some decent numbers. Uh, I think. Florida's offense or Florida's defense can slow Hooker down a little bit. Um, I'd probably look at the over here in this one as well. What's your take? Uh, I'm going to take the ten and a half of Florida. I, I don't really love this game. Um, I'll definitely be watching. I think it'll be pretty entertaining to watch. But yeah. just going back to that Utah game, I still think Utah's an awesome team, and they were able to pull it out. Yeah, uh, we talked about that, and I think a lot of that had to do with like the heat and humidity. But I digress. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that Utah is similar, similarly set up to Tennessee, maybe a little bit worse offense. But Hendon Hooker is a great quarterback, and their wide receivers are unreal. So I, I'll I'll be on Florida for maybe a quarter unit, half a unit, and then hopefully in the second half of and I can load up on the Tennessee money line. Yeah, so I think I, Tennessee definitely wins the game. Yeah, I think that's probably a smart play. You know, get on Florida and then see if you can't get some live action on the money line. Um, I like that. 
So next up, another SEC matchup. You know, I know we I said we're Alabama and Auburn guys, but we're we're not. We try to hide our SEC bias during this thing. We're we're definitely not the guys that sit at games and chant SEC. Um, but it is Arkansas versus Texas A&M. This is I, I think they're still doing the neutral site thing in Jerry World. Um, Arkansas's two point dog. I guess on the road again. It's in A and M or it's in Dallas. Technically neutral site game. It's usually about fifty fifty. Um, you know Jerry Jones hosts them every year graciously. So they're two two point dogs with Alabama looming next week for Arkansas. What's your take here? Uh, I mean, I think Arkansas is the third best team in the SEC. Um, so that being said, I was shocked to see Texas A and M as a two point favorite in this game. I, I've got to take Texas A&M here because that line makes no sense. And I don't believe that Las Vegas has gotten into the same business as UNSF. Right. Yeah. Week. You hit on that a little last week too. Yeah. I'm, I don't love a side. I would probably lean A&M for the same reasons you gave. Uh, I'm going to take the over 48 and a half. Um, Arkansas is going to put up points. They're going to put up points against anyone. They play Alabama next week and they'll put up points against us. Um, Texas A&M, their offense is not very good. Uh, they made the switch to Max Johnson. He wasn't any better than Haynes King, but they were able to beat Miami at home. Um, they had a lot of guys out in the secondary and still were able to play okay. But, again, Miami's offense isn't that explosive either. Arkansas's pass defense is the worst in college football. There are, I think, 131 Division One teams or FBS teams. Arkansas is 131st. They are dead last, averaging like 369 a game. So good luck with Bryce Young next week. But I still think, you know, as bad as that offense looked and, and bad as the quarterbacks have been, you know, 25-24 hits you the over. You're telling me this game isn't going to be at least 27-24 someone? Um, so I'll take the over and feel really, really good about that. I actually already played that. So give me the Arkansas – and over as uh, the play here. Next one, our buddy James chiming in wants uh, wants to hear about this one. I think this is a game everyone wants to hear about, though. It's Iowa at Rutgers. Um, it's uh, Rutgers in prime time. They're getting a big slot here Saturday night. Uh, Iowa's eight point favorite on the road. And uh, God, what's the weird town name where Rutgers is at? Uh, either way, they're they're playing at Rutgers plus eight. What's your take here? Uh, my take is uh, no comment on this game. Makes no sense. I'm uh, going to replace this game with the Washington-Stanford game. Okay. So I love Washington minus 14. All right. You're adding your own as Washington minus 14. Um, all right. Um, no. I don't even know where I could find that game. I've got three different cable services, and I don't think I am going to be able to watch that Iowa Rutgers game. Iowa versus Rutgers? Let's see who's got this. I mean, I think it's like probably the Big Ten Network. Um, let's see more about this game. <laughs> Not off to a good start. Didn't find it there. Uh, the USA renters insurance. So we're hearing about that. It's Piscataway, New Jersey, by the way. And it is off Fox Sports One. Like, come on. Fox Sports One. I doubt it. Maybe Fox Sports Four. Fox Sports One is giving you this one. So regardless, uh, Iowa minus eight versus Rutgers Boomers. Giving you Washington minus fourteen makes sense. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Rutgers. Uh, Mr. Peters is atrocious for Iowa. He looked a little better last week, but he's still really bad. Uh, Rutgers quarterback situation might be worse though. They've played three games and neither of their guys have thrown for over 200 yards. Um, it is definitely a run 
first offense. Uh, both defenses are obviously very good. Iowa's, Iowa has an elite defense, even for as bad as their offense is. Like, it is very good defensively. Um, Rutgers is okay. So, you're catching eight at home. And, you know, this might be one of the biggest games since Shiano's first run up there for them. So, I'm going to take the Rutgers plus eight at home. I feel pretty good about it. So, there's that. Uh, that's all our scheduled college football games. For the weekend, again, with us not being on for the Thursday night games, it, it kind of hampered us a little bit. So we've got um, – I'm sure you'll hear some more in the vault. Pretty good NFL weekend, though. Um, and we'll start on a game we kind of hit on a little bit in the opening. Uh, we got the Miami Dolphins at home catching – or, yeah, plus six against the Bills. Uh, the Bills have already won two Super Bowls this year, which is pretty impressive through two weeks. But to be fair, Tua might have won the MVP last weekend. So – you know, a little bit of overreaction going on all around. Um, what is your take here? Uh, I think the Bills are clearly the best team in the NFL um, by far. I don't see how anybody could argue that at this point. Five and a half as an away team uh, is something I take maybe 2% of the time. I'm taking the Bills minus the five and a half here. I think that – the Dolphins got a little bit lucky last week. Um, I think that the Bills' defense will be able to slow down that Tyree kill, Jalen Waddle offense. Uh, I don't believe the Dolphins have any symbolism of a running game, so they'll be well, able to key in on both of those guys. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's Mike McDaniel's specialty, the run game. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think right now it's really bad. You know, Edmonds and – God, uh, most are, are the two guys. Miles Gaskin still down there? Yeah, he. I think he was a DNP coach's decision last week. Did not dress. Um, he. Man, I love that dude at Washington. That guy won me. He was so really good. Him and, uh, he was Browning. Yeah, him and Jake Browning. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that one is you actually have the Dolphins Raven or Dolphins Bengals next Thursday night. But regardless, um, I think um, at home. Humidity. It's still hot in South Florida, coming from Buffalo. I'll take the six at home. I think the the Bills probably. Oh, that's definitely the sharp play, no doubt yeah. about it. That, that's I think the, the Bills blind probably, sharp play. I just they, I don't think they could do it. They probably win. The Bills do. I, I'm not ready to. I don't feel comfortable. I, I won't load up on it. I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, not no. Like I'm not going to load up on this because I'm not. You know, the, the Bills scare the shit out of me. That but they're. It's too much thus far. Like, there's just way too much love. I agree with you. Far and away the best team. I saw a guy, like, who I respect last week say something about, like, if they don't win the Super Bowl, then it's a choke job. I'm like, they look really good for two weeks. Like, let's calm down. Uh, I, I don't think White's playing Tredavious White. I don't think their other corner's playing either. So, I mean, they'll they'll scheme some stuff up to slow down those, uh, you know, guys and Reek and Waddle. But there's only so much you could do. Uh, like, I, I don't care how good you are. Like, you you can't stop those two guys, like, fully stop them. Like, you could slow them down and, and hope to contain – you know, if you can hold them under 200 combined, that's probably a good day. But I think, you know, I don't say shootout, but I could see, like, a 27-24 type deal. Maybe, you know, two goes and gets a meaningless touchdown, makes it look a little better. But, you know, kind of like you said, the sharp play, I, I'll, I'll take the six at home. Trust the humidity a little bit, heat. Hopefully that hampers Buffalo a little bit, you know, because they played at home and then in the dome for their first one. So maybe it's a little different for them, and, and I'll get a little bit lucky there. So next up, uh, the Sunday night game, the 49ers off the Trey Lance injury, which you hate to see. But, man, 
Good for them signing Garoppolo back. Uh, you got that one there on the road at Denver. Uh, Russ might be cooking, but he might be serving up ramen noodles the first two weeks. Looked really bad last week. Um, your boy Nathaniel Hackett might be at it again. Do you want to you want to hit on that, Eddie? Well, I think that uh, I think that the Broncos have just looked absolutely terrible, and you're getting huge value on them as a home underdog in this game. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is pretty good, but you know. He was still the backup quarterback going into the season. And there's a week for Denver's defense to prepare for him. Denver has a pretty good defense. They've got a really good defensive line that I think can get after him. So I'll, I'll be on the Broncos' money line Sunday night. Shocking. After your takes on Hackett, it got somehow worse, and then now you're well, backing him. I don't, I don't hold a grudge, man. I'm week to week, just like your boy Tua. No, no way. No, you acted like last week you held a grudge, so we'll see. Um, I'm with you. I think the Broncos, yeah, defense is pretty good. And, yeah, uh, everybody's just like, oh, yeah, all right, 49ers are back. That was the play. He was back up. Like, I, I think it was more that Shanahan was obsessed with what Trey Lance could be. You know, I think right now in a vacuum, if the Super Bowl was tomorrow and they were both healthy, Garoppolo probably plays kind of thing. But, yeah, um, it's not like, I don't know. Like, there was a reason he was not the guy. Like, they knew his limitations. Um, that kind of thing. They spent the off uh, off season with under the assumption that he wouldn't. He didn't practice till like the last week of the off season because they did not think he was going to be back. So, I think it's a different playbook. I think they can adjust and be okay. But you know, Miami Daniels, their offensive coordinator from last year, he's in Miami. Um, so I think you know a little bit of adjustment there. I think they'll be fine long term. I think they're. You know, Super Bowl odds probably are better now. They, I mean, their odds went up, so or down, whatever you will. But yeah, I'm with you. Uh, give me the Broncos. I'm, I'll take the money line as well. I mean, plus two, just you might as well go ahead and take it. Get a little bit more value for your money because you don't see a lot of two points in the NFL. So uh, next one's Monday Nighter, uh, the classic NFC East game that no one wants to watch outside of the big markets, but the big markets make up such a big number that we're still going to get it anyways. Uh, the Giants are going to go three and zero. Oh. Against the Cowboys, is Cooper Rush better than Dak Prescott? Up next on the Deep Fried Bets podcast. Not really, um, but I've I've seen it. I've seen it too much this week. Uh, I saw that Jerry Jones said he would welcome a quarterback controversy. Um, so either way, Cowboys plus one. I think it, it's a weird number. Uh, it's moved around. Kind of you could probably shop it at different places to get it. Well, I don't say it what you want, but you could get it at different places at different prices. We're gonna go with one for the official podcast purpose. Uh, who do you like in this one? I don't really love a side in this one. I'm just going to take the Giants because there's a little bit of value there with the one at home. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't love a side either. I've seen way too much of the Cowboys being like, oh, well, everybody else just played better because Dak was hurt. I'm like, well, why didn't you just play better at, to begin with? Like, that that doesn't make any damn sense. I still do lean Cowboys. I think it's time to start having a is a Mike Parsons Micah Parsons top five player in the league conversation. Um, I just honestly this I don't have any good in depth analysis. I just don't think that the Giants are capable of starting Therena. That's literally all it is. Had they lost last week, I'd probably be on the Giants. Or had they lost the first week against the Titans, I'd probably be on them. But it's just like I don't think the the Giants start three and zero. The NFL's weird like that, so. I'll take the Cowboys plus the one. Um, yeah, don't love it coin flip, but we'll see. 
So that is our scheduled stuff for the week. Again, a little bit lighter on the scheduled stuff. We want to spend a little more time on the vault and lock and all that. Um, and again, with us recording later in the week than normal, it's it's tougher. So um, the vault, as we hit on, it's, uh, it's our four favorite non-scheduled games of the week. So any uh, anything that we haven't covered thus far to kind of give you guys a little more value, a little more uh, fun stuff to, to hit. So boom. You won last week, and you uh, went uh, three and won your vault, eight and four overall. So you have the proverbial T, if you will. Lead us off. Tell us what you got in your vault this week. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and just start with an automatic win. That's the uh, Alabama first quarter again, minus nine and a half. I was actually shocked to see it was nine and a half against a terrible Vandy team. You could take the first half, too. I think I saw maybe – 20 uh, it has to be higher than 24 i can't remember what, what the first half was it is but. crazy how much differentiation there is between the first and second I'm like you know first quarter full first half but yeah so first quarter i mean like clearly bryce young is pretty good and you guys try to score so i'm assuming it's going to be a field goal on the first drive and then i've got the rest of the quarter for you guys to crank a touchdown, and pretty much it's going to come down to if uh, whenever you guys are on Vanderbilt's 14 with a minute 15 left, do you try to score before the end of the quarter? That's what you're betting on. I'm okay. guessing that you're going to. I will say Vandy's offense, while not great, is a little – obviously outside of Texas, they're they're better than Utah State, Louisiana, Monroe. They're better than they historically have been, but yeah. No doubt, yeah. They look very impressive, but – I mean, your defense no, I, <laughs> not, is going to eat them up. Yeah, I'm not saying anything anything crazy there, but I'm just you know. But I, I like the pick. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm getting back on the uh, Charlotte 49er bandwagon. Uh, they gave me a little bit of hope last week, so this week I'm going to be rolling with them plus the 22 and a half. Um, then I'm going to probably the fifth worst college football team in the FBS. That is the New Mexico State. Are they Bobcats, Wildcats, something like that? They're the Aggies. Oh, yeah, the Aggies. There you go. So I'm going to be eating the four and a half with them at home against uh, the worst college, second worst college football team uh, in FBS being Hawaii. Then I'm closing it out with everybody's favorite um everybody's favorite school on the west coast that is sacramento state i gotta uh-huh. eat the three and a half but that going was, up against uh what yeah that was almost my lock of the week but yeah yeah sacramento state minus the three and a half against colorado state colorado state just it uh it really amazes me that they actually wake up, put football pads on, and go out and run around the field for three. So hours. I'm guessing. So you had Vandy or Hawaii as your second worst FBS team. Who who you have as your worst? Is it Colorado State? Colorado State. Yeah, I don't think they can be worse than Hawaii. But uh, actually, no. Akron is the worst. Colorado Akron. State is number three. Okay, uh, I like the Sacramento State. We were only over last week uh, with Sacramento State. They're like number six in the FCS, I believe it is. Yeah, watch out for them. They got they got some guys out there that can make plays. Yeah, I think that uh, 
I think that's a good pick. I love that pick. I'm going to be on it big time. Um, but, you know, I didn't want to sound like a complete loon and give it out, but I love that you did. So Sacramento State, three and a half. So again, Alabama minus nine and a half. Charlotte plus 22 in the hook against South Carolina. Uh, New Mexico State minus four and a half against Hawaii. And Sacramento State minus three and a half at Colorado State. I know those guys are probably looking forward to that one. So um, that's a good one. I like it. Um, I have... A couple. I'm going to start off. You, you you said your favorite West Coast team. I thought that you were going to hit on this one. Uh, Oregon State plus seven. I'll stop fading USC one day. I'm not there yet. I don't know why. They've looked really, really good. Caleb Williams, if I was throwing money on anybody won the Heisman, it might be him because they might not lose a game. They might only lose one or two. And he's Lincoln's going to draw up crazy plays for him. Regardless, um, I'm going to take the seven with Oregon State at home. This is going to be one of the biggest games they ever play up in Corvallis. Like, they're good. And they're going to show up, show out. Um, know that to win the game, I'll take the seven with an explosive offense. Might get you a late touchdown. Again, probably I, I'm, I need to learn to stop fading USC. Hopefully, either this is going to be the nail in the coffin one way or the other. Uh, next up, we're going to have the NFL. we got the Colts plus six. Uh, this is one of those games. When I saw it on the schedule, I just immediately locked it in. Didn't need to look at any numbers or anything because I knew that, you know, this is going to be a sharp pick kind of thing. Uh, They're playing the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes is awesome. He's undefeated in domes. Um, He, you know, kills it on turf, that kind of thing. I'm just going to take six at home. Indy's been atrocious. Matt Ryan has been so bad. But, you know, again, six at home, and – Frank Reich, I don't see he's catching for his job yet because losing to the Chiefs probably doesn't get you fired, but he's he loses another one of these to that AFC South team like he did last week, 24-0 to Jacksonville. I say nil because that team, you know, probably already resides in London and, you know, just trying to teach you guys some of the phrases for when you do full-time get over there. And they like to say nil instead of zero. Uh, but we're still going to take the Colts plus six at home. Speaking of those Jaguars, uh, they're catching seven against uh, San Diego slash L.A. Chargers. Uh, Herbert, probably a go, but there's a the chance he might not play. Might be one of those. He wakes up Sunday not feeling great, and they're like, all right, Jacksonville is probably still not great. We're not going to risk our franchise quarterback's help. Uh, regardless, even if he plays, I don't hate the seven. Um, Trevor Lawrence looked pretty good last week. I think Jacksonville looked pretty good. Like, um, it's not a East Coast, or you know, you're not having to worry about a time zone differential because they're going to be going out west, and you know, it won't affect them that way. So, give me the seven, and then you got Rice and Houston. Rice is plus 17 versus Houston. It's another interstate Texas thing. Uh, Houston's not one of the huge programs in Texas, you know, they're no AM or Texas, uh, but they're still a bigger school. Rice is not obviously on that level. But they might want to be. And so it's another one of those where you get a team like that, they kind of start salivating when they see one of the bigger schools. It'd be like if UAB got to play Auburn um, type deal. And, you know, you want to beat that team. And I don't know that they're going to beat them, but Houston might be a mess. You had two dudes, like, fighting on the sidelines as they got the shit kicked out of them at Kansas last week uh, or against Kansas. Um, I don't know. Holgerson, now he misses window. Everybody thought he was a genius when he took this job, but maybe not. Um Again, don't think they lose to Rice, but I don't think it's a get-right game either. And the numbers are funny, funny, funny. You have 53% of the uh, bets versus 92% of the money. So I will take the, you know, 47% difference there. Uh, Texas Tech, 
honorable mention against Texas, but I'm not doing that again. So mine officially, Oregon State plus seven, Colts plus six, the Jaguars plus seven, and Rice plus 17. So there are our lock or our vaults. Uh, you know, before the you might as well call them locks, though. It's okay. You might as well. It might as well just be five Stone Cold Steve Austin locks of the week. But when you put everything in a vault, the most important thing you can do is to lock that vault up. We had a special key master here at the Deep Fried Bets podcast to lock our vault up. And his name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is the Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. Man, man, I'm going to finish my white call, not white call, high noon right now. I know Stone Cold <laughs> would not approve of that, but, you know, when you're CLAC, you can't really hammer the Stone Cold Steve Austin cold beer. So let's let's finish this high noon here in uh, appreciation for that beautiful, beautiful music. All right, there we go. That was impressive. Um, boom. Again, you won last week. We'll give you the tea. Who is your Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week this week? Well, I absolutely love James Madison. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. I, unfortunately, everybody else seems to love him, too, this week, which scares me that they're they're just that trendy dog pick that everybody's trying to get cute with. But I just – everything lines up for this being a great spot for James Madison, and they're good. So I'll eat the seven. I'll have some on the money line probably in this one. I'll take both money line – and seven, and then if they go down early, I'll take them a third time. All right, so plus seven against App State. I, yeah, a little bit of a letdown spot for them, I think, is, is a fair thing to give you. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's a little bit off the board. I've got one a lot more off the board than that. UMass versus Temple. I'm getting nine and a half with UMass against Temple. This game's at one o'clock on Saturday. Is probably going to be on Home and Garden Network. Plus, um, I don't really know what all's going on here. Uh, it's a, it's on ESPN Plus. So both teams one and two. Both teams really really suck. Um, Temple averages fourteen point seven points a game. UMass averages thirteen point three points a game. UMass's defense is probably a little worse than Temple. But why is anybody catching nine and a half when neither team or both teams like barely average over that? Uh, the numbers too. When you start talking public money, I know you, it's hard to put a ton of stock into public money on stuff like this because how many people are really betting this game? But if you go down and look at thirty-six percent of the bets, um, or sixty-four percent of the bets are on Temple, but ninety-one percent of the money is on UMass. So again, that that shows to me that you've got a lot of sharp guys seeing an advantage there. Um, you haven't seen like a ton of line movement. So, I don't know. I see numbers like that. I see offenses that bad, and I see nine and a half. I'm going to take it the majority of the time. This one just stuck out. This yeah, week. UMass isn't as terrible as they've been the past uh, nine or ten years. Yeah, no. I mean, they're they're the upstarts of uh, the Northeast, if you will. Probably not. They they won last week. They beat Stony Brook. Uh, they were 115 on the money line, so, like, barely favorites, and they won by 17, 20 to 3. Uh, first two games. They lost uh, 10, 55 to 10 against Toledo. And then Tulane took him 42 to 10. Tulane, 42 to 10 is not a terrible loss, but I don't know. 
I, it, this one's just, you know, you start talking numbers and stuff like that. That's what caught my attention. Dove into it a little bit and really like UMass. So, therefore, they are the Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. And with that, that wraps up episode four of the Revamp Deep Fried Bets podcast. Uh, so, this week, we're going to get, I'm going to get back on track. Boomer's just going to continue his winning ways. Um, so, be sure to uh, hang out with us, tell your friends, spread the word. Uh, we're getting some good good numbers and stuff, but we want to bump those up as always. Um, so, you know, retweets and stuff help a lot. Obviously, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I, I've got to revamp the Instagram. I said that last week, but I keep forgetting to do it. Uh, follow Deep Fried Breaks as well. Oh, and the Daily Fantasy thing. Uh, I talked about it. We've done it the past couple weeks. Uh, Boom has not joined us for some reason. He, he's going to be in there this week, though. Uh, it's like 20 bucks. We had 15 in last week, top three won. I came in third, and I think I won like, 55 bucks so you know double your money even if you come in third i think first one like over 200 so it's fun you know if you, you got a shit fantasy team like i do and you're, you don't have to deal with it all week you can or all year you can kind of just switch it up each week so it's fun that way so well i i'm not a i'm not a betting man on one player more of a team mentality type of guy okay that's not true but whatever um all right so there's that i'll tweet that out uh we'll get that out tomorrow so you guys be on the lookout for that or friday so um other than that, we got some big winners this weekend, and Boom's probably going to send us into the weekend with something fun. So, what you got for us? Oh, just we'll see you down the winning road. I mean, it feels great, and uh, we're just diving back into that bag of winners this All week. Right. So, we pull out come Tuesday. Come Tuesday, we'll see how we do. I think, I think we got a good week ahead of us. So, um, we'll catch you next week again. Tell your friends. Um, and other than that, We'll catch you next week on the Deep Fried Bets podcast.